0: Hey there and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. Yay, we have Christina back! Oh, I'm so excited to have you, Christina. Thank Um, you,
1: thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: I'm excited to have you for a multitude of reasons. Let me tell you just a couple of them. Okay. The first one is that you are a and successful um, network and action franchise owner. As I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm an owner as well, so I know you from, from that. However, I also have had some time to kind of observe all of your magic and see how well you do with just things that, that most people are afraid of, such as cold calling and, um, mm-hmm. you know, finding new clients, if you will, we'll use that phrase, and just the way that you're able to do it so effortlessly so we'll talk a little bit about that our, our conversation perfect. but in the meantime why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself specifically something they're not going to read in your bio oh something they're not going to read in my bio okay so I'll tell you one because you may
1: hear it in the background I have a new puppy <laughs> so he is eight weeks old and he's nipping at my heels as we speak ready? <laughs> he's about this big he's tiny. <laughs> So that's, that's fun. Uh, I would say business wise, something that you wouldn't necessarily read in my bio, uh, you can see, I have this, um, I have a a broad spectrum, I've I've spent a lot of my career working for big companies, really big companies, and um, I kind of became disheartened with uh, some of the politics, and some of the, I tell, I tell people in person, sometimes I, I'm when I switched to working with small business owners, it restored my faith in humanity, Because right? mm-hmm. I saw so much with the big organizations that there was so much worrying about compliance and so much worrying about, um, you know, the bottom line
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: and politics. And, you know, it, sometimes the human element got lost.
0: Gotcha. And
1: so, um, it really restored my faith in humanity when I switched and started working with small business owners because they got into it for the reason, they're passionate about something and they put their blood, sweat and tears into it. And it really,
0: I love seeing that. Gotcha. Well, why don't you tell us, um, you can at least tell us the industry. You don't have to say the name if you don't want to, but the type of industry you were in before compared to the industry you're in now.
1: So, so when I worked in the, I, and I don't mind telling you the companies I've worked for. Huge companies. I worked for Xerox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for ADP. Um, I worked for a, um, a property management, co- a national property management company for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and then I went straight from you know working in those big companies to I actually purchased a sales franchise, uh, Sandler Training. So I owned a Sandler Training franchise for a while, mm-hmm. and then my family decided to relocate to Austin. So I sold that business. And relocated to Austin. And I was a member of Network in Action when I owned the CNLO training franchise. So it gave me a unique perspective. And I had relocated to Austin. I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? And my old leader from Network in Action just called me to check on me and said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm trying to decide what to do with my life. And he said, you need to open Network in Action in Austin. And I said, yes, I do. Oh so that led me to where I am today.
0: Oh wow, that's so great! And whoever that person is, I want to go and give them a high five because I'm so glad that you are here, and I'm so glad that we have been able to connect and and are getting to know each other even even more. So um, I have a couple of questions I want to want to ask you about okay. networking at large because. Um, As a franchise owner, you know, people might think, well, you're running the meetings, you're not necessarily networking, but it's a large part of our business as well. Um, So I definitely believe I've been in the networking training business for a really long time. I believe that networking, even in sales, is so much more about confidence that it is about competence. Yes. And so I'd love to hear from you. What would you say your confidence story has been? Have you always kind of been able to just hit it and have great oh success? Gosh, have you had goodness. to kind of figure this that thing out? Yourself? Tell me a little bit about your So story.
1: You know, this is funny because when I first got into business, I was terrified of public speaking. Wow. Like even in a small group of people, I was terrified. Enough to where like, I would feel faint.
0: <laughs> so real quick, I have to tell you my thing. I don't feel faint, but I always have to pee. <laughs> so I'm getting ready to go on a stage. I'm like, give me a second. <laughs>
1: what, what it? That's yeah. hilarious. But you know, I still can, can relate to people who are so uncomfortable doing it because that I literally felt that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and um, so one of my first, business mentors in one of those big companies because she knew I was terrified of public speaking she made me do it every time oh, every time we had a meeting and I hated her for it, you, know? <laughs> yeah. but you know what that was the best thing my career totally changed course wow. after that Wow, And I went into training and development. And of course with that, I had to, you know, speak in front of groups and, uh, but I never would have, my, my life would have not taken this direction if she hadn't made me do something I was completely uncomfortable with. And it got to where it was second nature and same thing. Re- naturally, I'm an introvert. Yeah. And so, you know, for me to go into networking meetings, I, you know, and now it's a habit, right? You know, so you do it to where it's uncomfortable And then it becomes to a part where it's comfortable and then it just comes, you know, part of who you are, you know? And so, um, so going into a networking meeting where you don't know anybody and, you know, you you don't, you didn't bring any friends with you and you're going into this room and you know, there's all these people and they all know each other already. It can be very intimidating. Um, But I think that, you know, That's why, especially for a business owner, you got to do it Um, because the more you do it, the more comfortable it will become and it can really have a huge impact on your business and the success
0: of your business. Okay. So you just dropped like 50 nuggets without even realizing it. (laughs) So for those of you who are listening, grab grab a pen and a piece of paper and write these things down because Christina, you just said first, the thing that you're most afraid of, do it. If you have a coach, mentor, trainer who's telling you to do it, even though you you really don't want to do it, do it. Yes. Um, get into those rooms when you're you know uncomfortable the most. Yeah. Um, I always tell people you need to be in a networking event at least once a month where you're the only person in the room that, you know, and yes. I think that is important. And I, I'm, i like, recognize like, I'm also introverted in that way. And so the way I got over it was to just insert myself into those situations over and over and over
1: That's again. It. That's yeah. exactly right. I love because that. You, you are not going to, it is a transition. So there's adult, so part of adult learning theory, right. Is that, um, your first one is awareness, right? And becoming aware that there's a different way of doing things. And then once you're aware of the new thing of doing things, you try it, but it feels totally wrong. It feels like, so, you know, that I'm not doing this right. This is very awkward. This is very uncomfortable. You know, and then um, you, it moves into this where it starts feeling more comfortable. And then it just becomes part of who you are and how you do things. But it's definitely a process.
0: There's a process, and I love it because you said now it's a habit. So habits form by repetitively doing the same thing, right, over and over again. So it's like embrace. I always say, and it sounds kind of crass, but I'm gonna say it the way I say it to myself: embrace the suck because it's gonna. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna (laughs) suck. You're gonna hate it, but you gotta just embrace it live with it for a while and before you know it it's just a part of who you are that's right and don't
1: give up after the first time you know the first time it really sucks and you're like i don't need anybody <laughs> and i don't you know i mean you have to experience it you know like you said embr- i love that embrace it you know and do it over and over until you know you you work your way through that awkwardness and through yeah. that
0: it, you'll get there. If we could do it, Christina, anybody, oh right?
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't, if you had asked me, you know, when I first started out, if I would be doing this, I would, I would never have seen myself in this type of role.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So many times it's not, we don't get to the, the place we are on our own. So what right. connections have played the biggest role in your life on your journey to where you are now?
1: So I was say that first mentor I had, and she, I had had other jobs uh, before that, but she was the first person who was truly a mentor to me, mm-hmm. and she would give me the feedback, positive and negative. You know, there were more often than not, she called me at her office and was like, don't do that, you know, <laughs> or walk away, or, you know, but, but on my side, I had to be open to that and realize she was really looking out for me to share that negative um, or constructive feedback, that constructive feedback. And she saw me through um, my first several promotions uh, within that company and helping me, you know, really uh, get my career going. Wow. And sometimes those relationships don't happen organically, meaning you have to look for people. You know, I've, I've had other times in my life where I had to go ask somebody to to be my mentor
0: okay can i just stop you on that because that is gold frequently i think we kind of go through life thinking someone will show up or someone will see that I'm struggling and help, you know, ask if I can help me. No, you have to almost, I would say you have to get selfish sometime and go to that person that you believe can be the best benefit for you. Um, And don't go to the person who you think is going to always agree with you. Right. You have to go to that person who's going to force you out of those comfort zones, who's going to challenge you in those areas where you may feel like you're really struggling and is really going to kind to help carry you through um, the hard times. So thank you for saying that. I'm so glad you said that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because that's it. You want to, you know, find those people who are, like look, look at people who you think, that's where I want to be. Yes. You know, that level of career success, you know, that level of uh, their network, whatever that thing is, that's where you want to be. And right. then you take that individual and you say, okay, how do I replicate that how do I and and you go to them and say you know what I really admire you you know I admire what you have created what you have built would you mind if we scheduled some time you know once a month or you know every two weeks to have a short conversation because I would love to learn and kind of pick your brain on things and people are so flattered yeah. When you say I admire you yeah. and I love what you've done, I love what you've created, and you know that is such a flattering thing that um, you know I, most of the time people will will accept that.
0: Right, people are waiting, <clears throat> I believe, to be asked. Yes, you know, but, you know they're busy. You know, like we are, we're busy. But if someone has out of their pure heart wants to learn and they're ready to learn and they're you know what I mean, they're w- willing to do the work. I'm all in, I'm totally all in. Yes, It's those people who um, they want something, but they don't want to do anything for it. And that's where it becomes problematic. So I would say, when you ask someone, be ready to do the work because they may give you assignments, that right? <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah.
1: And be responsive to those
0: and give, right.
1: participate in it.
0: Yes. yes. It's like right. you have to participate in your own success. I have a mentor who tells me all the time, I can't want it more than you want it for yourself. Oh my gosh, that is so big. Oh. <laughs> and I'm always like, God, I can't, I got to go back and do the work because he's right. like, I really want this for you, but I can't want it more for you than you want it for yourself. And I'm That's like, exactly right that's it for sure oh this is so good okay so christina how do you sum up your journey in one word what's one word that you would use that would sum up the journey that you've been on thus far
1: oh wow that's
0: a tough question <laughs> um rocky <laughs> oh well, i like it that's a real word
1: <laughs> you know because i was like, it's never up in, it's never you know that it's ups and downs right so it makes me think rocky and that you know sometimes you have to scramble over things that you know you're headed if you're headed up but it's not like smooth you know it's sometimes the, the rock of your path is you know this big and right. you step over it And sometimes the rock of your path is like this big and you're like yeah. how am I gonna get over that rock and so you're know, sometimes you need your friends to help help you over that rock or your yeah,
0: mentor your are calling Mm -hmm. I love that. I was, my husband and I were watching this, this show, this extreme adventure. Um, I don't even know what it was called, but it's so crazy. I think it's on Amazon Prime. But nevertheless, this is what, when you're saying this, they will encounter like, okay, we have to get there. But in yeah. the middle, there's a there's a river, there's a, a mountain you got to yeah. go over, you know. There's animals over there that can eat you, you know. So you got to figure out the best path to get there. And yeah. I think when we get there, having done that work and figured things out through it and not given up, it, the wind is so much sweeter
1: right that is true that is so true you know and and uh one of my favorite quotes is you know, and i am probably butcher it exactly but it's something like you know entrepreneurs work 80 hours for themselves so they don't have to work 40 hours, for, hours
0: for someone else yes they,
1: <laughs> right and that is so true
0: yes you put,
1: you put your effort and then your blood sweat and tears into it and sometimes at the beginning we really don't have a good vision of what it's going to be like you know when, when you first started business you know you, you you start, you're passionate about it. You're, you know, you love what it's about. And so you embrace it. You go for it. And then about, you know, six months into it, you're like, oh my gosh, what did I do? <laughs> so it's not just this, you know, straight up scenario, really but enough. having that persistence, you know, to climb over the small rocks and the big rocks. You know, Steve Jobs once said, and again, I, I butcher quotes. I'm horrible at the quotes. <laughs> Right. Um, but he once said the difference between a, um, a entrepreneur who failed and an entrepreneur who succeeded was, was time
0: that yeah. they
1: just kept going yeah, and then yeah. they eventually succeeded. I or love that. Like that. So, I didn't, so these, you know, those little nuggets stick with me.
0: So I have a quote that's not, cl- not nearly as eloquent, but I love it because it's just real. Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. <laughs> All your oh reason God. goes out the window and you still gotta figure out how to get through those rounds, <laughs> right? So that is fantastic. I love
1: that.
0: And I'm like as an entrepreneur, we get punched in the face weekly That's and right. you gotta just bounce back, think you know right. what I mean, bandage yourself up and get back out there That's because exactly the person who lays down on that mat for the 10 count is the one who gets out, right? right? We're the ones who get up and say, okay, I got a little more in me. I got a little more in me. Right. Oh my God. I can literally talk to you all day, but I know got to get through this. <laughs> so- As a networking expert, which is what I consider you to be, what is your networking secret? What's one thing that someone, introvert, extrovert, someone who's not accustomed to networking, someone who does it all the time and isn't making a dime, (laughs) what's the secret that you would give to people who are networking?
1: Okay, so here's the thing about networking. I think the secret is, number one, it's not about money. Okay. Um, It is truly about, connections and the yes. value those connections can be. Sometimes those are money. Sometimes those are other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other aspect of it is that it's not about talking. It's about listening. Yes. Right? You have to listen, be listening all the time and thinking about how can I help this person who's in front of me Yeah, by connecting those someone. And I've got two, two quick examples I want to give. Bring it. Um, one of them is a, um, a, uh, a somebody I was interviewing for a position in my group. He was a CPA. He ended up not joining the group, okay. but he was telling me that he uh, his his uh, trusted right hand person just left the company, and now he's going to have to scramble. Well, I and he's like, I've got to hire somebody to fill this person's spot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, my niece's now fiance had just graduated with you know his accounting and I'm like have you ever thought about hiring an intern and he's like no I've never thought about that well come to find out he hires him for an intern he works through his certification they hired him full-time and now he's like risen up you know so it really you know he got his start in his career through this network and they're both thrilled right it helped the CPA fill his open spot where he didn't know what he was going to do. And it helped my, you know, ne- coming up nephew mm-hmm. to, to launch his career, you know, win, you win know, right. for those. But here's a bigger one. I, um, I have a lady in my group who's whose husband passed away f- from a rare cancer mm-hmm. and her son was diagnosed with it oh. and um we were talking and she was very stressed out because her insurance would not cover his um problem because it was a pre-existing condition. so um he goes to the University of Texas I started talking to my brother-in-law who's a huge UT fan um and and of course my member had given me permission to share yeah. a little bit about this Cause I was so bothered by, it. you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this weighs on my heart so bad as a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, talked to my brother-in-law about it. Uh, he said, you know what? I think they've changed the medical student coverage would recover this situation. So he referred me to somebody. I called up there, got some more information, got it back to my member and it is covering him. I mean, like, completely to have all his tests, all his, at MD Anderson in Houston. Oh, wow. And it was just, he's actually going next week, uh, you know, to have all of these. And, again, I'm not sharing secrets that she's not, you know, she's sharing it on Facebook. And also, you know, but, um, but it just, you know, stuff like that, that's not monetary. That is, you know, I mean, that, that, oh. I mean, we've had so many tears over that, you know, and just to be able to have help somebody like that through networking. To me, if that's all Network in Action ever does, this was a huge success, you know, just for
0: that, that one connection. What I think is so powerful, and I've said this for years, I just, we're like sisters from another mister, for sure. Like, you think <laughs> how I think, because I believe, and you tell me if you believe similarly, I believe people, when they hear the phrase networking, they think about being in that room, having yes. a- one-to-one conversations in that room with a name tag. Yes. Networking is communicating with people. It's, it's, it's helping to refer a person who needs something to somebody who needs something else. It's helping to build yes. bridges between people who would never meet otherwise. I mean, it's really about, like you said, listening for what that person needs and thinking, how can I help fill that need? I love yeah. that. Yeah, you
1: know, you you really hit the nail on the head there because people have the idea that joining a networking group that the networking happens in that room,
0: right.
1: and that is not where it happens. No, it happens no. once they leave that room. Exactly. And the people they meet, you know, the the connections in the room are just getting to know some people, you know, yeah. and how they help others. But once you leave that room that's where the magic happens
0: yeah so i think when people are joining any kind of networking group i want people if you're listening to this wherever you are in the world think about it that way you're not committing to a monthly meeting a weekly meeting or whatever it is you're committing to building relationships and helping other people to do the same and if we come into any type of organization with that in mind. It changes the way that we interact, the way we participate, the way we show up. And at the end of the day, believe it or not, even though we go in with the heart to help and to serve and to connect, it also changes our bottom line because when you help enough people you are bound to get referrals yourself right you're bound for people to say i you know let me return the favor you helped me to get this new client you helped to introduce me to this new connection let me do the same for you so i think at the end of the day it does come back around and we see it in our bottom line but you're going to get so much more from it than just money Yeah. yeah yeah Okay, so let's let's we gotta wrap up here and I'm like, God, we're gonna have to do another another version of this, Christina, because this is really good. I love
1: it. So, I, 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 we have a lot of synergies there
0: on how we think about this. I know. And, I, and you know, very, very few people, when they think about networking, think this way. Um, so I love, love, love what you've, what you said so far. Um, so I'm going to ask you a couple of kind of wrap up questions here. How can I refer you? Because those who are listening are going to know the people that you're looking to connect with. So let's, you know, talk a little bit about how can we refer other people to you?
1: So what I what I tell people is I love to talk to small business owners that have this networking mindset, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and and you're right, it's a challenge because so many people are truly focused on what's in it for me with networking. And if that is your focus, networking really isn't gonna work for you. You You're not if you're not out there making the connections happen, when you're one of those folks, it's amazing how those connections come back to you, you know, because you're truly developing relationships with people. And, um, so, you know, I tell people, when you meet a small business owner who is a a connector, I would love to meet with them. And, uh, you know, it may be somebody for a group. It may not be, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because, uh, just connecting with them and, and, um, having them as a networking partner is really, you know, what it's all about.
0: Wonderful. So I always, you know, people who know me well and kind of have been in some of my groups, my coaching groups, my training groups, um, they would know this, but I attract people from all walks of life. However, I'm uniquely gifted to serve introverted entrepreneurs because I've been one. And that was kind of my, you know what I mean? That was my journey. Who would you say if you had to kind of narrow it down to one group or specific type of people, if you, if you have one, who do you believe you're uniquely gifted to serve Christina?
1: Okay. So, um, I would say women, Mm -hmm. women entrepreneurs who feel like they're not sure they can do it. You know, they have this little voice talking in their head that I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm, I really can handle this challenge. Um, I've done a lot of work with them one-on-one as well as, you know, uh, in the group. And uh, there's just so much that goes through their head of self-doubt right. and helping them deal with that um, because that's that's their biggest challenge. If they can deal with what's up here, then what's up here is not that big a deal. I
0: love that, I love it. Um, One of the things that I have been, and we didn't get a chance to dive into it too much today, so we definitely have to have a part two. (laughs) But one of the things I've been really privileged to witness, um, you know, Christina, we've sat on a phone call once and, and a couple of times maybe right now, and I've watched you make cold calls. Yeah. Once again, most people are like, ah, I never want to do that. But you make it so easy, seem so flawless. Um, you know, it sounds like people are just like, Well, now you're my, my buddy, you know, I don't I don't feel like you're the strength of <laughs> me. And so for those of you all who are kind of like I don't think I can do it. You know, if you just spend a little time with Christina and observe how she just manages those super difficult, what seems to be super difficult situations and just really makes people feel welcome and at home and at peace, it is brilliant. So I I recommend that.
1: (laughs) That is something I've done with people. It's really to say, okay, what is your, what is it, how do you really help people? And then how do we have a conversation around that? Because people get this idea on their phone, on their, You know that they have to call and they make a sale. You know, and that's not what it's about. It's just having a conversation with people about you know what you can do and if you can even help them. And so once you get past that, uh, actually, I would say probably eighty-five percent of my groups are from cold calls. As much as I network and as much as I, you know, um, I still have kids at home, and of course with you know coronavirus and you know all this great stuff, you know. Cold calls have been, a, and people who tell you cold calls are dead uh, are usually ones who want to sell you some kind of social media or some kind of, you know, so, I mean, there's definitely still a place for it. Now, I'm not saying don't do, you know, all of those, it usually takes a mix yeah. of uh, different activities to bring in the amount of clients you need, okay. uh, but based on, you know, kind of circumstances, you know, it just so happens right now,
0: cold calling has been a, a way I've really
1: been focusing on people.
0: Wonderful. So one last thing, um, when people are kind of thinking, who can I refer to Christina? Who can I, you know, introduce her to? If someone were, you know, your ideal clients, if they were trying to Google, you know, certain phrases to figure out how to do what you do, or if you will, or how they would get the kind of help that you provide for clients, what are some of the things people might be Googling when really they're looking for you? They're looking for your group. They're looking for what you do.
1: Um so they might be googling like small business connections mm-hmm. or small business networking or um uh referral help yeah um new business
0: yeah yeah. All those are fantastic. So definitely, you know, p- no matter where you are, but definitely if you're in the Austin area and yeah. you're talking to people and you're hearing them say those types of words, make sure you connect them with Christina Bell because she, she can take care of them, make sure they get exactly what um, they need. So how can those people who are going to be reaching out to you, who are going to be listening for those phrases, how can they reach you, Christina?
1: So they they can email me. So it's Christina, C H r-i-s-t-i-n-a at networkinaction.com that's perfect. probably the
0: easiest righty. well we'll make sure we put that in the show notes so that people can see that as well as hear it I want to say thank you so much oh, for being out you you've given us so much good 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 information and I know that you and I will do this again soon
1: perfect this sounds great it's my pleasure thank you again for inviting me to do this this was a lot of fun
0: it, it was my pleasure thank you so much Thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.